I'm Austin Trevino. And I'm Jordan Trevino. And you're listening to Retrospective Radio. Today we're watching Avatar Episode 3, Southern Air Temple. While the intro's going on here, uh, we're just going to basically be explaining that uh, at this point, quick refresh, Aang has now told us that he is the Avatar. Uh, Katara and Sokka have joined him on his journey to learn the four elements, and that's where we are. He's going to be making a bunch of pit stops along the way, it seems. Oh, I love this opening. The Southern Air Temple opens on a bright and sunny morning. <laughs> it does show off a lot of the backgrounds we talked about in the first episode again. Uh, beautiful artwork. Aang is so excited. Katara seems <laughs> very, yeah. very skeptical about actually finding anything at the Air Temple. <coughs> we should mention we're sipping a hot tea. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I really would be very happy. Yeah. <coughs> uh, this really shows off that Aang's very impatient when he wakes up Sokka from sleeping. Uh, oh, actually, this is an introduction to. I forgot. I always forget this episode introduces uh, Zhao. Zuko in general, and uh, Iroh just pulled up. Where are they? To the. Uh, I think they're just at a base. Because I think they have most of the water, like South Pole, at this point. Because that's what I always assumed. Alright, uh, the ship's being repaired by the last <laughs> encounter with Aang. Yeah, and. Uh, Upon talking to General Zhao, they're trying to cover up that they ever saw Aang. It's so important to Zuko that he is the sole person who finds this the is actually, This is actually where you also learn Zuko can't lie. Pretty much, he cannot lie to anyone. It's always a very comical moment when he has to. Yeah. It's uh, painful how serious he takes himself at this. Uh, he does take himself seriously, but he cannot, like, when Zhao asks what happened, oh, yeah. he can't come up with the story for any for the sake of it. I love Iroh. No, he expects people that even treat him like a, like garbage. Yeah, I was just so humbled. And seemingly carefree, even in moments like that. For a second, I thought Aang ate Sokka's... Yeah, that would kind of defeat the whole purpose of being a monk, I was right? just going to say, wait, is well, it kind of monk? vegan? Yeah, where he's, uh... I think he's just vegetarian. He's vegetarian. I don't think he's full vegan. Yeah. He, he avoids gluten. <laughs> uh, he's allergic to gluten. Fun fact. <laughs> yeah. It's not part of the monk's ways here in the teachings. It's just an allergy. As a meteorite, I can say that's probably why he's bald. Just kidding. Uh, is so confident that uh, he's going to return home after 100 years and it's not going to be, it's going to be untouched. But, uh, yeah, it's... He's not taking, he's, you know, his thoughts are that the city is floating in the air and the sky that it's actually even really interesting because in the last episode we saw this we saw this place in a flashback. Yeah. Oh wait, or is that this episode? <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, I've seen the episode ahead of time. <laughs> Her nation is very interesting because it's flying, so it's kept them safe. Well, they're non-aggressive. I'd even discuss with someone that uh, their entire nation is typically within other nations. Yeah. Like each uh, each nation has an air temple in it. That's interesting. Except for, I think, North Pole, but 
they might have one. I don't. I didn't. I've never done enough research to see how many they had. Yeah. But uh, they do find one in every nation. Mm, it's interesting, as Aang said. They don't even have a military because no one can reach them. They have no reason to fight, and they're never trying to conquer. They're very peaceful. No, they're uh, nomadic. Yeah. yeah. They they wander. Most of them wander around. Idea. This is uh, really where they start putting the timer on things because the plan for the Fire Nation is to take over the entire Earth Kingdom by the end of the year. Yeah. Which uh, it'll ha- it'll it'll come in more into play like how the whole scale of a year in the show, but this start of that. This scene's really showing off how Shadow handles his men and also how he handles uh, Zuko and Iro. Yeah, really kind of thug-like, not very honorable or. Uh, no, he's respectful. he's very cutthroat. Yeah. Also, uh, just revealed that he had his ship searched and his men had questioned and <laughs> called Zuko's bluff. That uh, yeah, that he knew where the Avatar. That was. he knows where the Avatar is. This is the introduction to even uh, Airball, which I. Oh, yes. Oh, Angus showing us all around the air temple. Reminiscing about his childhood. It's a little sad. It's a little bit like a ghost town. Yeah, it's like, uh... It's bittersweet. Yeah. <laughs> Sokka, though, is able to, uh... You know, bring it back. I'd describe it as soccer on giant pillars. But the, what kind, the pillars come into play as in bouncing. Is it just called air ball? Yeah. Which is really funny because that's what they yell, I believe, in sports games when a ball goes too far in the air. <laughs> I know because I know the sports. I'm, I believe it's a type of ball. It's made <laughs> it's of a, air. It's made of air. Uh, but uh, Katara, uh, about at this point, Katara's found a Fire Nation helmet, which, in case isn't obvious, means that they've been there. And instead of telling him, last minute she hides it with snow. <sighs> They're trying to protect him. But it's kind of obvious that no one lives there anymore and something has happened. Despite, like, his actual age, they're all about the same age. Yeah. And he might be technically a little younger than them, mm-hmm. but not to the point where it's... Yeah. where they should be hiding this from him. It's painful to watch. She's going through it with Sokka, just trying to decide what to do, you know? She's trying to protect him. It's a very natural, loving thing, but... Yeah. Obviously, the truth finds a way out and it's always best yeah uh, so this is where actually the uh, flashbacks come in with uh, Kiatsu Aang's teacher yeah. I can never remember where uh, they first show up in these episodes I love all these flashbacks these glimpses into this no because uh, the way that the way that these scenes are painted is very uh, much more like a painting it's more beautiful idealistic it's less yeah. there's less harshness that the world's kind of become it's like a little bit of a sepia tone over everything. Because you kind of shimmer. You have those god, li- you have those god beams coming through and everything. Yeah. Which he's probably forgetting issues that were happening at the time. And um, just it's it's the rose tinted glasses is what we're looking at through these flashbacks. Yeah. And we kind of learn we kind of learn that uh, Aang has to look for someone inside the air temple. And uh, we kind of also learn where Aang gets his sense of humor. From this old monk. Yeah. You know, I would compare the monks, um, you know, just overall. Very much like Buddha, uh, Buddhists. I'd yeah. Say, where it's... Well, I was gonna say, it reminds me of General Iroh. Oh, very much you so. Know, uh, uh, things can be looking as bad as they can be, and, and they still find, like, joy in the moment. 
which I can talk. I can talk about me. this. We never see what Iram used to be like. We uh, we see him for a minute. I don't feel like that a second. But he discovered something that changed him. Sokka is not happy that Katara is hiding the truth. Yeah. <sighs> and Angus still holding on to hope that somewhere around the town, around the Nadira Temple, there's a, a bunch of airbenders. Yeah. They've come upon the most uh, protected. This is actually one of the first uses of 3D animation in this show as well. The lock on the door is actually a three dimensional object. It's cool that uh, only an airbender can open up these doors, it looks like, to get into this secret room in this temple. This is where Aang has all of his hope. That anyone's left. Yeah. Oh, because Kiyatsu told him there was someone he had to meet in there. That too, yeah. You can kind of see it as the last thing they kind of talked about before Aang disappeared. General Chow is now... That was very quick to just start using his spending. Yeah. We've lost the power of it. Which we even talked about it a lot, but that's why firebenders and airbenders are so powerful, because they essentially don't need a source to to use their bending, since both of them use kind of the oxygen in the air to move. I think it's really interesting in this moment, too. It's, uh, you know, you just find yourself feeling bad for Zuko. You kind of see what what his home life was like, if, if you want to narrow it down a little Something bit. like that, at least his world. Yeah. yeah, like, his nation isn't one of, like, all glory. It's only glory for those who are brutal, essentially. So now, Bang and Katara and Sokka are walking around inside this temple, and they actually found the statues of every avatar before. They're discussing how they believe in past lives. I think that's so cool. No, it's kind of it's kind of bite, made a little bit more bite-sized by this show for a kid when you look at the different philosophies yeah. that they're incorporating in this. The show has its own mythology, but I don't think it fully ever um, throws out God or yeah, it leaves all possibilities open and just kind of like lets you question and play with uh, yeah, you know, play with your own ideas with it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Shadow figure is entering. <laughs> I like that Sokka just assumes it's a firebender. Sokka's ready to strike. Yeah, he does assume it's a firebender. I like that, I like that he doesn't use his, like, ranged weapon. Um, it's a little... Weird? Yeah. yeah. Sokka's calling it dinner, and Aang's calling it the new pet. And they're both chasing it. This is also the first animal they've seen. Mm-hmm. Well, here. Yeah. Which is just an interesting thing to think about. Sokka, racing at the animal, using airbending. It's a little bit cheating, but... It's kind of, it really does show how, like, much Sokka puts up with. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, and also you can't help but be on anxiety because he's not trying to kill the... The, the cute, the cute animal. Yeah. At the same time, though, everyone does always use their bending to, to discourage Sokka to yeah. do anything. I think we see that with his frustrations, even just, like, finding his place in a group. So this scene actually, it's uh, Zuko. Zuko's opposing Zhao's offer to essentially to essentially take the Avatar from Zuko. The, the 
challenge to catch him. And essentially, Zhao is just basically belittling Zuko to the point of, uh, this is the first time the term Omnikai is used. I think I believe it's called. So, it's interesting. We're finding out right now for the first time Zhao's bringing up things about Zuko's home life. This is the first time we're seeing anything about that. And, uh, brought up how definitely some sorts of topics. It sounds like Zuko's been banished by his own father. Yeah. The fire king. That's why everything's so important to him in any ways. And we wow. kind of, sorry, I was going to say, we kind of get a hint that the reason Zuko has that scar is because he was challenged by the fire Living master. As, oh, as exactly. It, it kind of pans, uh, Iroh mentions the last, well, do you remember the last time? And it pans towards Zuko's scar. Well, anyways, and what he was referring to with the last time is that General Chow, that Zuko just challenged General Chow to yeah. a, um, what is it called? Agni Kai. Which is a dual fire nation. Yeah. And he enters this room that appears to just be full of skeletons, specifically of what appears to be Monk Kiatsu. Yeah, and the end of firebenders all frozen over at this point and Sokka is now attempting to approach him. He just fell to his knees crying. And now his eyes and tattoos are glowing much like we saw in Zuko's ship in the last episode. Yeah. And uh, Katara who is still investigating the Avatar statues sees all their eyes glowing now. Yeah, all the statues' eyes are lighting up. She knows something's going on with Aang. She's, she's running to catch up with them. And then it actually shows us in different, what we assume to be different nations, oh, wow. similar things happening at shrines. These beacons, these, yeah, different shrines are glowing. And it seems that everyone is now aware, every nation is now aware that Aang has returned. <coughs> oh yeah, there's no question now. The Avatar is alive. Yeah. Uh, Aang oh, is God. going out of control. Things, yeah, losing control of its uh, whirlwind every, around him. A dome of, like, concentrated Sokka air. Sokka got fl- thrown, and uh, now Sokka and Katara are hiding behind a big boulder. Katara is trying to make it closer to him to calm him down. It's... God, he's got what looks like a tornado surrounding him, and he's now hovering in and then we quickly flash to uh, the Fire Nation building. And it looks like Zuko and uh, General Chow are about to start their Agni Kai. I was giving him some tips on just stick to your basics. And Zuko's getting I think this is the first time we see a fight that isn't between, like, it's between two firebenders. Because we've only Zuko's seen firebending versus Aang before. Yeah, Zuko's throwing blow after blow. John Zhao is deflecting with a smirk on his face. John Zhao makes his first attack. Neither have landed a hit yet. Zhao is now throwing hit through punch after punch. I think it's interesting how they kind of make it almost look like it's a flowing water when they shoot the fire. Yeah. Like, I, like where it goes kind of down at the end of its arc. Wow, General Zhao got Zuko down on his back and almost got him, but Zuko did this epic spin kick to his feet, 
getting Zhao off his balance, and now Zuko is on the attack. And General Zhao. The choreography for this fight is pretty impressive. It's beautiful. Yeah, General Zhao's <laughs> helpless. Yeah, Zuko has won. He has Zhao on his back, defenseless. Zhao says, "Do it." And Zuko fires a fireball right, right inside his head. And Zhao proceeds to then call him a coward. Zhao calls him a coward, yeah, but everyone knows that Zuko cool. just took all his dignity. Well, Zhao is in fact the coward as he tries to attack Zuko in the back, for which Iroh was not putting up with. Yeah, tries to attack Zuko while Zuko's walking away, not looking. What a dirty, slimy move. I kind of see how strong Iroh is, though. Yeah, he grabs his foot like it's nothing. He grabs, yeah, that's on fire. Yeah. (laughs) Firebender or not, that's impressive. And he calls out how disgraceful General Shao's actions are. While also complimenting the team. (laughs) Yes, complimenting a very good team. Which brings us to why we're sipping on tea today. (laughs) (laughs) No other other reason. Me having a cold time. Uh, Oh, we flash back to Aang now. Uh, Aang is in the air with a freaking tornado around him, basically, and uh, Katara's trying to remind him how much he has that she, you know, that they're his family now. Yeah. He's not alone, because that's really what this is. It's, uh, you know, he just found out that his whole family's, that he knew. Gone. And gone, yeah. He probably assumed that there wouldn't be the same airbenders, but he assumed he had a nation to go back to. It's a lot, yeah. A lot of pain. Katara brought him back. Still very draining. Still very draining. Yeah. It's crazy how powerful he is. Oh, he really is the last airbender. I I personally one don't the, like it when shows one say of the last names. lines of the episode and one of the most I, Avatar. The last, last airbender. airbender. <laughs> <laughs> it can only be worse if he dead looks at the camera and says it. What if every episode someone in the episode said it? <laughs> I'd lose it. <laughs> I, I, oh, and the lemur brought back their new lemur pet friend. Brought back. Brought back food for Sokka. Maybe meat. Questionable if meat. Questionable no where matter what meat, it is. Where it came from. I don't know if people eat what uh, lemurs eat. Most things look dead on that mountain. <laughs> yeah. Not even counting me. So, I'm, my question is, was it really the Fire Nation, or was it really that lemur? The lemur did it. Yeah. Or... The Fire Nations are trying to stop the lemur. He's a part of the Fire Nation. <laughs> find out. We'll have to find out next time. Yeah. Right here on Retrospective Radio. Uh, it opened on a sunrise, and now it's ending on a cloudy night. Probably the safety of chilling with that lemur. Yeah. Pretty somber episode to get back into the groove of things. Yeah. Uh, any comments you'd like to make on the episode? Or... It's important. <laughs> it's important information. Oh, no, definitely. But it's definitely a little bit of a bummer. But, you know, that's uh, that's what makes heroes. All right. Well, to uh, finish things out, I'd like to thank myself for editing. Thank you, me. Uh, <laughs> I'd like to thank Jordan for loaning me the intro music. Uh, and I'd like to thank let's just throw Podbean in there for being our host yeah thank you Podbean uh, yeah thank you for 
your pretty affordable service. This has been Retrospective Radio, and we'll see you next time. Good night. Or morning. Or good day. Noon. Don't listen to this at three in the morning. Good day.